We are being sponsored by BetterHelp, but they're such a great resource. Everything is done securely online, so you don't have to leave your house. And for those of us with social anxiety, especially during this pandemic, you don't have to go anywhere. But it's so important right now to just be mindful of your mental health, not just your physical health. They can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis hotline. It's not self-help. It's just professional counseling done online. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can also schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com slash love you mean it. That's better H-E-L-P better help and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And we have a special offer for our listeners, for our Love You Mean It listeners. You can get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash loveyoumeanit. Before we get into this episode, we just wanted to give a really quick trigger warning. This episode contains discussions about suicide, suicidal ideation, self-harm, and more. Please don't listen to this episode if talk of this is disturbing to you in any way. We are not mental health professionals. Any content in this episode does not replace the advice of a mental health professional. Suicidal behaviors are a psychiatric emergency. If you or a loved one starts to show signs of suicidal behavior, seek immediate help from a healthcare provider, call 911, or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Hi everybody, it's Erin and Meg and welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. This week is definitely going to be a little bit of a different one. On the day that we're recording this, it's currently September 10th, which if you guys didn't know is World Suicide Prevention Day. And if you didn't know as well, the month of September is Suicide Prevention Month, which I think is so important. I think we released an episode this time last year actually with a great therapist friend of ours. Her name is Bryn Sisipio. She practices in Pennsylvania. We can totally link that episode below. She had such great things to say this is a great supplement to that episode especially like with everything going on in the pandemic and you know the increase of suicides and just mental health problems in general i think it's really important to talk about this stuff right now yeah i'll link another episode that we did down below as well we did another kind of roundup episode it was like an hour and a half and it was us talking about our mental health journeys (laughs) our diagnoses And just like talking about like medication and both of our journeys with suicide and stuff like that. Obviously, we talk about mental health a lot on this podcast. We obviously want to keep it real with you guys and talk about realistic stuff and not just make everything superficial. And I know when I was obviously struggling the most with my like my mental health, listening to podcasts or like listening to people that really related to what I was going through was really helpful. So we really hope that this episode can be helpful for anybody listening to this. If anybody's struggling maybe this can be kind of like a sign for you to keep going in a way but we just wanted to also we're not really going to get into any like housekeeping or any like segment if you guys didn't know we do like a weekly segment where we talk about what we're loving and what we're hating but as we both kind of agree that this really isn't the place for that 
yeah just like out of respect for like the topic that we're talking about we decided that we this should just be like a serious episode and we should honestly just get right into it yeah we don't really want it to be like about us or like to be anything funny we really just wanted this episode to help as much as we can so like Megan just said we're just going to get into the topic again we are not mental health professionals this is stuff that we researched ourselves please like contact a mental health professional if you have like any questions about anything yeah this is just a sort of a resource Mm -hmm. but so we're gonna give you guys some interesting well not interesting but like unfortunate like statistics about suicide so according to the cdc suicide has increased by 35 percent since 1999 honestly that's i mean it's obviously really sad to hear but it's just crazy to think about everything that's happened in the world since 1999 like mass shootings 9-11 like all of the major events just even technology like the pandemic, in technology, general so like social media all sorts of stuff it's just crazy how much that's obviously impacted everybody as seen through the statistics the next statistic that we have for you guys is that according to the world health organization one in 100 deaths are by suicide the next one is that we have 46 percent of people who die by suicide had a known mental health condition And the final one that we have is for every suicide death, there are 25 suicide attempts, which is sad to think about. A lot of the times you hear about people obviously being successful in their attempts, but a lot of times you don't really hear about people trying, attempting, or even like people that have maybe thought about it. Or like made plans, but maybe just didn't go through with it. There's really like a broad spectrum. Mm -hmm. It all should just be taken really seriously. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you guys some risk factors. Um... So these are just like a bunch of things that can help narrow down like who might be at the most risk for suicide behaviors. This does not mean that people that don't embody these characteristics can't be suicidal. These are just things to really look out for and be mindful of. Yeah, we're also acknowledging that like your life could be perfect. You could be in the best situation ever and still. Yeah. Like, you could have everything going for you. Like, you could have a house. You can be healthy. You could have a great partner. You could have kids. You can have a great job, money, like, literally everything and still be suicidal. So, and it's, like, not something to be ashamed of either. Yeah. Like, obviously, we're comfortable talking about it now, but. So, the first one that we have is a family history of suicide. I think when you're exposed to it or someone close to you has either attempted suicide, has been, I hate saying successful Mm because it's, like, not something to be, like, successful about yeah Yeah. like it's not but i guess there's no other way to say it if you know someone that's been successful in a suicide attempt i think it can really rub off on you yeah you might just be like more likely to do it in the future if you've been personally affected by it especially because meg already said in the statistics portion that 46 percent of people who commit suicide have like a known prior mental health condition and a lot of the times like if you have a family member that committed suicide, many mental health conditions are genetic, mm-hmm. and so come could come down that way. Another risk factor is substance abuse. So, in general, drugs can just create mental highs and lows that can worsen suicidal thoughts. Even drugs that, like, you wouldn't think of, like, thinking about, like, antidepressants or thinking mm-hmm. about, like, anxiety medication, stuff that you don't even really think about. When you think about, like, melatonin, a lot of people take that to sleep, but one major side effect that a lot of people might not even know is that you have, like, really vivid dreams, and I know even that can, like, affect people's mental health. 
Also, um, this is just something that I found out that is literally crazy. If anyone is topically applying like retin-A, vitamin-A, tretinoin, any of those like vitamin-A derivatives on their faces that you get from like a dermatologist, that actually can make you depressed. Oh, wow. I didn't know And that. it can contribute to depression. I just found that out. I am currently using it to treat my rosacea. Um, so I am aware that it can cause depression, but like I already have it and I'm yeah. on medication for it. But I just like I found that out and I was like, holy shit, like that's crazy. Um, I had depression before I started using it, yeah. so it's not like it caused it. But just be mindful that that can contribute to your mental health issues. Yeah, I know we already said this, but I mean, we're not really going to get into our own mental health history. So like I said, I'll link below the mental health episode that we did. So if you guys want to like listen to that in our journeys with like medication and all of that, definitely check that out. Because for a second, I was going to be like, oh, like, Meg has this. I have this. But I'm like, just yeah. listen to that. This isn't about us. Kind of going off of substance abuse a bit, we have intoxication, consuming alcohol. More than one in three people who die from suicide are under the influence of alcohol at the time of death, which is insane. And even, like, not being intoxicated in the moment, but, like, the hangover series that you have. Think yeah. about, like, being like that but also being depressed i mean i've definitely had those moments where i've been like super drunk and then waking up the next day and i'm like yeah i am not feeling too hot and the crazy thing is alcohol is is a depressant so it it makes you feel like it it makes you even more depressed Mm -hmm. like i know like sorry i know we said we weren't talking about ourselves but i know like as someone with depression and like someone that's on medication for it like if I get, like, I, I don't really do this anymore, but, like, if I binge drink or one night I get, like, really drunk or something, like, the next day I feel super depressed and yeah. there's definitely, like, a come down from it. Um, so just, like, be aware of that. If you do struggle with depression, uh, that is, like, a potential risk factor. So just, like, if you can watch your drinking, like, and just be mindful of it, that's a good thing to watch out for. Another risk factor is access to firearms. Suicide happens because of a lot of different reasons. People commit suicide in various different ways, but a lot of the times access to firearms can be a major risk factor because it's it's deemed as a quote-unquote like easier way to mm-hmm. get what you're trying to do done. And you know, something that's scary about firearms is if someone is suicidal, they feel like they have nothing to lose, so they might be super super dangerous towards other people Mm -hmm. and they might not have a problem killing other people injuring other people so it's really important to watch the firearm thing especially like in combination with mental health Mm -hmm. being diagnosed with a serious medical condition serious or chronic medical illness We've seen this like countless times with like celebrities and stuff like that. Robin Williams, um, it didn't come out till later, but he had been di- diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and that is a terminal illness. So they believe that like after he received that diagnosis, he killed himself. That is like honestly terrible, but it does like happen. Mm-hmm. We also hear about like medically assisted suicides and yeah. like stuff like that. Getting a cr- like chronic or, you know, a terminal diagnosis is definitely something that's super hard to grapple with and it is really common Mm -hmm. next one we have is gender so although more women than men commit suicide men are nearly four times more likely to die by suicide specifically middle-aged men are the highest risk age group for suicide Mm -hmm. yeah i mean of course it can happen to anybody anywhere anytime it doesn't really discriminate that much but definitely something to watch out for obviously you can't be like oh my god my friend is a woman they're gonna kill themselves but it's definitely just something to keep in the back of your mind 
also kind of going off of that, um, race is a factor slightly. So if you are Caucasian, American Indian, or an Alaskan native, those uh, groups have the highest rates of suicide. Next one we have is a history of trauma or abuse. Obviously, trauma and abuse just leaves really long-lasting effects, and when it comes to suicide, it can just be really dangerous. Prolonged stress. We have a recent tragedy or loss. Obviously, that's like unbearable to deal with, and sometimes it can feel like you have no other option. But incarceration, you definitely hear about this. Like when people first get admitted to jail, they might be on suicide watch for the first like 24 or 48 hours. Uh, this is something that people in jail you know have to deal with all the time and like prison staff have to be really cognizant of it and it does happen a lot next one we have is poor job security or low levels of job satisfaction it's just crazy when you think about like the lengths that people will go to when they're unhappy with their job people might be losing their jobs even when you think of people like the whole like bernie madoff situation and like when his son like killed himself obviously it wasn't over his job but it was more of like everything going on it's just like crazy to think like what links people will go to yeah uh, this is a big one too being socially isolated or a victim of bullying i know that you guys had assemblies about this in school bullying is a huge risk factor you like we've seen it so many times it doesn't matter how old you are if you're being bullied whether it's in person cyberbullying, it's like so it's so prevalent and it's just so sad yeah i just honestly encourage everybody if they're listening to this episode to look up tyler clementi from rutgers university he was a closeted gay male who went to rutgers this was like a few years ago i just remember watching this on 2020 when i was younger and he ended up having another man over his dorm because obviously he was closeted and his roommate actually set up his webcam and filmed him and streamed it to multiple people and tyler found out and committed suicide and so i just honestly encourage everybody to never bully somebody and to just honestly listen to that story and just like really rethink your actions also yeah like revenge porn that's also like you hear about people killing themselves because of that so just like first of all that shit's illegal Mm -hmm. and also like just don't do that just like don't be a dick like you don't like your actions affect everyone and the final one we have is being exposed to suicidal behavior now when you really think about it like your environment really you honestly soak up everything like a sponge like meg and i live together if you guys didn't know we ended up talking like each other dressing like each other like and if someone important is in your life or even somebody like not important in your life is around you and is constantly kind of emitting suicidal behavior or kind of acting out in like suicidal ideation ways you're definitely going to be soaking that in and kind of maybe subconsciously acting that way too it's also very distressing for you to hear that like a loved one or really like anyone is like thinking those things so Mm -hmm. if you notice that you're slipping into that like there we're going to tell you some ways that you can help yourself and Mm -hmm. that person so some warning signs of suicide so we're going to do a section about what to do if someone you know is showing signs of suicidal behavior and then what to do if you are experiencing suicidal ideation but for the warning signs this applies to both of those groups Mm -hmm. the first one that we have is increased alcohol and drug use so if you are 
like dependent on those substances or if someone you know is that is definitely something to watch out for whether they're suicidal or not that is like a form of self-harm another one we have is aggressive behavior whether that be to themselves to others even like a rat like irrationally aggressive behavior that's just coming out of nowhere that really seems to have no purpose i think that's definitely something to look out for because again it could be a form of like self-harm or harm to others this one is huge uh withdrawal from friends family and community honestly i feel like this is like the biggest yeah. one to look out for like when like i'm i can't speak for erin i'm sure she like experienced the same thing but like when i was dealing with suicidal ideation and just like when i'm like at my worst like i tend to like not want to be around other people and i just want to like crawl in a hole and like just be by myself so if you're feeling like that or you notice that like maybe your friend is like canceling on you a lot or something like you just feel like something's wrong like just say something just say like hey are you okay like i've noticed xyz like you could be saving someone's life Mm -hmm. next one we have is dramatic mood swings honestly this could be all over the place whether one day they're super happy and the next day like you've never seen them so sad i think that's definitely something to look out for obviously everyone knows that bipolar is a like a mental disorder but definitely i feel like if it's coming on with like sudden onset it's definitely something that you should keep in the back of your mind the next one we have is collecting and saving pills or buying a weapon yeah or just like really any like Anything that's, like, out of the ordinary for someone, if you see them, like, consuming things or buying things that, like, could be harmful to themselves or others, like, that's a huge sign. Next one we have is giving away possessions. I feel like, honestly, up there with withdrawal from friends, family, and community, this is definitely something to look out for because, honestly, I feel like this is, like, the end. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely something to really just, like, hone in on whether they randomly want... I mean, obviously, like, I wouldn't necessarily someone be like, oh, go through my closet as them being suicidal. But if somebody's randomly giving you away, like, their favorite CD or giving you their favorite sweatshirt and, like, stuff that you know they place a lot of value in, I would keep your eye on that the next one that we have is tying up loose ends like organizing personal papers or paying off debts if someone's trying to like set up their family to be okay like once they're gone um that's really suspicious and like someone shouldn't be planning that stuff unless they're like they have a chronic illness or like they're you know like an older person that's like being realistic like if someone's doing this like that's honestly like kind of suspicious and the final warning sign we have is saying goodbye to friends and family now i know meg and i kind of talked about like our own experiences of suicidal ideation and stuff but i remember when i was going through it like the most when i was like a freshman in college i mean obviously everybody like goes through suicidal ideation and i've had like mo- like little bits and pieces since then but like my main thing was like i literally started writing like letters to like my family and like my friends and then i was like what the fuck am i doing so like i feel like if somebody sends you like a weird text or like if you're getting like weird letters or like notes left behind it's something to pay attention to this is something too that like i think about all the time and that like i don't want this to happen to anybody else so like someone very close to me in my life like tried to commit suicide and they were going through something very significant at the time and i remember they came over to my house and 
hugged me for like a really long time and they were like oh I love you like you're such a great person out of the blue for no reason like you're gonna do so great in life like just stuff like random stuff unsolicited and this person isn't like super affectionate like I don't even think I've like really hugged them too many times in life and like they were doing that and it was so uncharacteristic and I remember telling my mom like hey this is like kind of weird like I was getting a weird vibe like I don't know if like something's like going on or like we need to talk to somebody and like we just kind of left it and then like a couple days later they attempted suicide and like we didn't do anything so I think it's really important that like if someone you know is like showing behavior that's like off that you should say something or like talk to their family or like just literally just get people involved Mm -hmm. because like we were just thinking about it ourselves and we were like oh like we're like you know exaggerating or whatever like no like I knew that something was wrong and I didn't do anything yeah and like thankfully this person is like still alive but like they could not be yeah i don't know that's just like the biggest thing i've taken away from like everything like that is like honestly like you can never be like too dramatic yeah like there was no such thing like i remember well i feel like everybody's heard the story of like the powell family i was listening to like the crime junkies episode the other day and it just makes me think like obviously it was a murder suicide so it's like a little bit different but basically he had murdered his wife and he lost custody of his kids and he was getting visitation and the social worker was bringing his kids to his house and he like slammed the door and the social worker well he like smiled at the social worker and then slammed the door in like uh her face and the social worker got in the car and she's like i thought it was weird and she called the like 911 which is obviously great but she was like having a hard time like articulating what she was trying to say and the call went on for like 20 minutes and the 911 operators couldn't understand her and she didn't know where the address was and then basically he set the house on fire and like killed hi- himself and his kids and so like i don't know i just feel like you're never being too dramatic and like if something seems out of the blue like you should act on it okay so like i said before we're going to be talking about what to do if someone you know is showing signs of suicidal behavior the first one we have is talk openly and honestly and like don't be afraid to ask questions and just like be completely blunt like do you have a plan for how you would like to kill yourself i think just talking it out with them Mm -hmm. and like just straight up asking them can either like give you insight or it could maybe like stop them from doing it yeah no i agree because hard to talk about obviously it's like a very difficult and like hard subject and you don't want to scare people because a lot of the times if you bring up to a doctor that you're like feeling suicidal you'll be committed for like two days like even like me like i i think i brought it up to like maybe like my campus counselor at the time but yeah even the therapist that i have now i don't even think she really like knows because i'm afraid if i like bring it up that i will literally be committed oh no i've lied to my therapist before yeah just saying like because she's like have you ever dealt with it and mm-hmm. i say no but like i have yeah i mean like, like I'm, I'm not trying to like go to a mental health like i know like i don't have shame i know that if i actually needed to go that i would yeah but like i don't know i don't feel the need like if it was in the past like i don't feel the need to bring it up yeah so i i just think it's it is scary especially as someone who's gone through it to talk about but i think if you create like that safe space for your friend to openly talk about it like meg and i have obviously openly talked about it before like we are now i feel like if you create that safe space for them like it will be better for them in the long run too next one we have is to remove means such as guns knives or stockpiled pills obviously to just like purge the scene and get rid of anything that could lead to obviously like devastating consequences in the end like we said before like 
just calmly ask simple and direct questions like can i call your psychiatrist can i like call your doctor can i take you to the hospital like just asking like how you can help is it sounds like it's not helping but like it really is like giving them some sort of like autonomy and like how they would like to handle the situation i think can be really helpful instead of you like freaking out and like you know just like wreaking havoc on the on the situation well yeah and like when you're suicidal like you already have like the burden and like the overwhelming like weight of everything going on having somebody be like how can i help like take some of this off of you or like how can i help you through this is obviously like really important next one we have is this if there are multiple people around have one person speak at a time there is nothing worse than being kind of like overwhelmed and feel like you're being like interrogated and feel like people are ganging up on you but i feel like if like obviously when it there's a there is a time and a place for an intervention and and when it comes to suicidal ideations like that's definitely a time but i think having one person speak like calmly clearly like and everybody articulating that they care about them and are there to help them is going to be way more beneficial than everybody like screaming freaking out at the same time This is just, like, it should be a given, but I feel like we have to say it. Um, Express support and concern. Obviously, don't encourage them to commit suicide, but just say that you're there to help them. Say that you're there for them, that you'll listen to them. Because, like, really, suicide is a huge cry for help. It's when people feel like they don't have another option, that that they can't be helped. So by you saying, like, let me help you, it might actually, like, stop them from doing it. Next one we have is to not argue, threaten, or raise your voice. It's already as, like, as delicate as a situation as it could be. And having anger, creating, like, all of these negative emotions is just going to make it worse. The next one is don't debate whether suicide is right or wrong. That is not the time to be doing that. You're trying to quite literally talk them off the ledge um you need to just be super calm and just like i know it's hard but like you got to find it in you because like it's a super delicate situation Mm -hmm. next up we have if you're nervous try not to fidget or pace again kind of like we said this is the time like they're already going through so much like this is the time for you to be even if you're not like this is a time to act like you're strong and like act as kind of that like support beam for them like their foundation is crumpling and like you're their support beam and this is like your time to like step up and like be the strong figure that they're not being for themselves and like you fidgeting pacing like freaking out is not going to make anything better um this is a super important one be patient um i think you just have to understand you don't have to necessarily understand i think you should just try to like understand like where they're coming from yeah if your friend or family member struggles with suicidal ideation on the day-to-day i think it's important to let them know that they can talk with you about what they're going through so make sure that you adapt and open sorry am i okay adapt make sure that you can adopt an open and compassionate mindset when they're talking instead of arguing or trying to disprove any negative statements they make with toxic positivity i'll link that episode down below too we did one of those and y'all loved it it's like saying your life isn't that bad like that's not gonna do anything all right oh it gets better or everything happens for a reason like okay stop try active listening techniques such as reflecting their feelings and summarizing their thoughts because this can really help your loved one feel heard and validated it's true like when you're in that space like you're like nothing makes sense i don't know what's happening i don't know what's going on but having somebody actively listen and not try and talk over you or not try and be like oh i went through this once too 
actively listening and being like almost repeating back what they're saying to you like you want to kill yourself because of this like just showing that you're actively listening and like you really care okay this last section is what to do if you are experiencing suicidal ideation obviously this is very scary but we first of all recommend that you seek medical help immediately um if you aren't near a hospital call the national suicide prevention hotline again at 1-800-273-8255 that's 1-800-273-8255 they have trained staff available to speak to you 24 hours a day seven days a week Next up, we have call your doctor. I know we said that we've both felt uncomfortable talking to therapists in the past, but if you are genuinely in a dire situation where you think that you might actually take your own life, call your doctor. That's what they're there for. They're there to help you through this. They're there to make emergency calls. They're there to quite literally save your life. And it's like, that's what they're there for. It's their literal job. I know when you're going through like having suicidal ideations you might feel like you're burdening people and feel like you're taking up too much space but that is literally what your doctor is being paid for like being paid to do so take advantage we said this before but you can also do this for yourself eliminate access to lethal methods of suicide so you know like get rid of like flush the pills down the toilet or like get rid of the knives in your house or like get rid of the gun or you know whatever like go hand the gun to like the police like if you really feel unsafe with yourself again first of all call your doctor do all that stuff but like if it's gonna if that stuff is gonna trigger you just get rid of it yeah next one we have is to take medications as directed we've both been medicated before it's really important to take your medications as you should don't stop it's kind of like with antibiotics like if you have strep like Mm -hmm. like your doctor tells you to not stop taking it just because you feel good uh I was running out of pills when I was on anxiety medicine and I mean I did the right thing I weaned myself off of it so I took a pill and then I took like three-fourths of a pill and then I took half Mm -hmm. a pill and then I took a fourth which is the and I was on a very low dose which is the right thing to do to wean yourself but you should not stop cold turkey just because you're feeling good and you feel like you're fine and your medication's running out refill it yeah, I've I think d- it's important <laughs> to take medications as prescribed yeah. because uh, if you don't, that's literally what the medication is prescribed to do is to help your brain because you literally cannot function because you don't have the correct like hormones and neurotransmitters and all that shit. And so just because you feel great doesn't mean you should stop. Not even that. Like, I've just like been through times where like I forgot to refill my meds mm-hmm. and I went like two days without taking medication or... I ran out and I don't have enough for the full dose or something like that. It does fuck with you. I notice I get super depressed. I get headaches. I get irritable. Like if I don't take the crack dose, please take the crack dose. It's super important. Yes. Your doctor made it that way for a reason. Just like, please do that. Um, again, avoid drugs and alcohol. This is a huge, huge, huge trigger also it could lead to an accidental overdose Mm -hmm. as well so that's something to definitely be aware of too next one we have is to write down your problems slash say them out loud slash practice gratitude this is the biggest thing for me when i was super depressed and suicidal uh freshman year of college i started seeing a therapist on campus which is a really great resource if any of you are in college right now please take advantage of on-campus therapy i've it's free i've got it's free because it's literally in your tuition and i've gone to both of the on-campus therapy for both of the schools i've been to and it's so great 
but I just want to like remind everybody to write down your thoughts because that's what I started doing my freshman year and I look back now and I'm like girl you are messed the fuck up but also like it's great looking back now because obviously I'm not perfect but I'm in such a better place now than I was then and seeing like how far I've come and I would write at the top like one thing I was looking forward to and like one thing I was grateful for and looking back like it was literally the tiniest things it was like get lunch with this person like getting lunch with this person or like going to yoga like it was so dumb but it was literally what was like getting me through every day so it's great obviously in the moment but then reflecting back in the future also I think suicide is something that's so cerebral it's like so in your head Mm -hmm. and saying it out loud like that's kind of like what helped me a lot too along with like the gratitude and whatnot but like just saying like I want to kill myself it sounds so I mean yes people say that all the time in like a joking sense but if you actually like say it it sounds ridiculous like you're you're like why would I do that like it you can almost like shock yourself out of doing it or like just thinking that it's absurd and i think like remind like even like when i was going through it the most like i think reminding yourself like what you do have like you literally forget like i remember i was like oh my god like i have parents that love me i have friends in my school new school i have a, like a major that i'm excited about like i have like books that i can't wait to read like i have like a ocean right outside my window i was like i love my grandparents like just reminding yourself that like you do have things that matter and like you like you deserve to be there is like the most important i feel like and even on like the worst days you can breathe you can see you can hear you can taste you can smell you can walk yeah you like there are so many people in this world that are disabled and they can't do those things and you have like you might have like a completely abled body and mind and that is so amazing so don't waste it the next one we have is honestly the most important thing is to just talk to someone Mm -hmm. i know that's the hardest thing in the world but just like you don't necessarily have to like tell someone that you're feeling suicidal but just say like i'm having a really hard time like i like need to be with someone like i i don't want to be alone i need to talk like whatever works for you is what you should do but you should let someone know that you're struggling Mm -hmm. whoever that is whether it's a professor whether it's your mom whether it's your aunt cousin like coach friend little sister like whoever really anybody just let someone know that you're struggling and they can and should help you Mm -hmm. and kind of the final point that we have for this section is to remember that problems are temporary but suicide is permanent taking your own life is never the right solution to any challenge you may be facing it's important to really give yourself time for the circumstances to change and for the pain to subside it's really sad to think that i don't really remember exactly what the statistic is but a large majority of people who have either like have committed suicide and have either been successful or have only just attempted have regretted doing it Mm -hmm. or people that do it are like in the moment do it regret it uh, I'll link a TED Talk down below if I remember it, but... Oh, my God. that I know what you're talking about. That was about, crazy. It's about this guy. Didn't he, like, jump off a bridge he, or something? He, like, tried... He, like, yeah. jumped off a bridge, but he lived. I think Wasn't it, like, the Golden Gate or something? It was, like, some... Golden Gate or, like, Brooklyn Bridge It was, like, a huge bridge. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll, I'll link it down that below. That was crazy. Because it was... Re- I remember, like, when I was at, like, my lowest point, I watched that, and I was, like, holy fuck like i and he was like i literally was, like, plummeting down to the ocean, and he was like, I don't want... He was like, I want to go back, like... It honestly, like, literally gives me chills to think about that, so... No, that, that'll that fucking pull you out of yeah, anything. Yeah, that'll pull you out of anything. 
But honestly, like as somber as this episode was, I really hope that this was helpful for some of you guys. I know that like if I was in a really bad place, like this is would be like a really helpful episode to me. Even like maybe looking back on it in the future, I feel like this is just like a good resource in general. And again, like we said with everything going on in the world, it's honestly exhausting. Like I know that we've both been having days where like we kind of feel like everything's pointless just because of like literally it's like every day there's like some new some other shit going on yeah even if you're not suicidal if you're anxious or you're depressed or anything like that like it's so great to like go see a therapist you can use our better help link you can like just like talk it out and just like and journal and like there's so many things that you can do to help yourself just like don't do nothing like Mm -hmm. you really have to like just help you you really just have to help yourself that's the most important thing because no like people aren't mind readers and they're not going to know you're struggling unless you speak up and advocate for yourself exactly so thank you guys so much for listening like we said we're going to leave all of the links to our past mental health episodes the head talk i was talking about and all sorts of things like that that we said we would link we'll link our instagram down below if you'd like to follow and totally feel like feel free to dm us if you ever have any questions or like you're struggling because our dms are always open we respond to everything we always want to like hear what you guys have to say but thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you on monday love you mean it love you mean it and you deserve to be here love you